Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. Yes. (laughs) You call me Cheesecake? New nickname, Henry Zabrowski, a.k.a. Cheesecake. I'm Cheesecake. What about this body? What about this body? Yeah, show it to me, big boy. Remotely says Cheesecake. There might be a little dust on the bottle and on the cheesecake. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. Dust on the bottle. What does that mean? It's a country song. What does that mean? what is the story? It's about it? a bottle of wine. A man was going on a date. He wanted to buy a bottle of wine. So he went to this guy and then this guy got him a bottle of wine. He said, there might be a little dust on the bottle, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. You don't I'm like sorry the I asked. I'm sorry Cheesecake. that I asked. <laughs> Welcome to Side <laughs> Stories. Ben, hanging out with Henry. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Let's just start with mom news. We were going to get political, but we have a political story that is just oh, fantastic this, in a second. Because you guys don't understand, right? Because like maybe you're not in America right now. Maybe you're right. not even like pay attention to the news flow. There's like an election happening. <laughs> and I, uh, I was as just as surprised as anybody else. I know. Um, because... People just kept showing up, just like all these, like, you know, a poll worker came to my house, and then I was just mm-hmm. like, who are you? And he was like, Mr. Zabrowski, your vote is needed, Mr. Zabrowski. And I was just like, you get the fuck off my lawn, right? That's then I fantastic. Started thinking, but then I started thinking about uh-huh. it, and I was yeah. like, you know what? Maybe the poll workers do need a little entertainment. So that's Absolutely. why. I got my little riding with Biden knee pads on, right? Because that's for <laughs> yeah. that's for sucking dick, right? Everywhere I go, <laughs> I and I got my. But also, don't worry, I got my DeSantis roller skates on to keep it neutral. <laughs> and I went well, down them poles, and God yeah. knows what I fucking voted for, man. I just well, fucking ones and zeros, man. Neither of those people are currently on the ballot uh, for yep. wow. uh, for the state of California, <laughs> and we're not doing the presidential election, nonetheless. Right with Biden. Speaking of poll workers, let's talk about the <laughs> sweet state of Florida. Casey Anthony. Okay. <laughs> Why true crime now? There's a documentary Why? on Peacock coming out. It's called Monster Mom, which makes her sound like the mom from Dead Alive, but she is not the mom from Dead Alive because, dare I say, that mother loved her child more because she didn't murder him when he was a toddler. I simply am not going to be on fucking camera for less than two new tits. 
because you know she asked. You know she asked if she could get new tits for the shoot. I can't believe, oh. I love how you put this. Like, what was the description you just read of the show where it's like former, like, names, you like, used to be called, like, worst mom of the century. And it was According like, when did she lose? The woman once dubbed the most hated mom in America by Nancy Grace when appears when in the official trailer. She? I when don't know. She? It's the same thing with fucking O.J. Simpson, who now is just known as a Buffalo Bills former running back and the guy from Naked Gun. I guess you can just, if you get away with murder, it seems like you got 10 years of being like, I'm sorry. I'm and then sorry. everyone's just like, you know what? We've all made mistakes. Fuck it. <laughs> Kaylee probably would have died of a fentanyl overdose by now anyway. <laughs> does Casey Anthony, does Casey Anthony need a goddamn docu-series. They say that she's breaking know. her silence, but when has she been fucking quiet? I don't know. I think that what we're looking at is Peacock got the interview finally. God knows what they paid her. Right? Because they know that, some cash, right? Oh, absolutely. They paid her out the fucking ass for it because when it comes down to I know that they were trying to get her for I think it was Hustler for 500k. But that's a, and that's not enough. So she either held out or maybe somebody finally got to her. Someone of this, because, you know, in Hollywood, what they do have are those like PR firms, the people that go in and like, you know, they help people like Army Hammer to try and be like, you know, let's maybe move them into a Beyond Meat like campaign. Maybe that'll help. You know, because something like maybe there's a way to swerve this and Is use this. this. Hear me out. Is this still cannibalism if I eat a vegetarian? Because like you think about like you like, you know, anyway. and there's like a bunch of PR guys going, hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, like writing things down and stuff, listening to him intently. But I think that Casey Anthony might have someone might have gotten to her and might have finally been like, listen, if you really want that purse line, because, you know, I know you want that Monica Lewinsky purse line, right? We all want it. You want uh, it. I know. If you, sure. but the, the only way we're going to get there is that you're going to need to eat some crow. Right. You're going to show up, maybe not make the payday you want to make. Right. Maybe they mm-hmm. give her like twenty five grand. But this way, it's all Casey all the time. And you can sit there and you can yell at me like, I said I wanted a triple foam, triple foam macchiato. That is no coffee, bitch. Well, that's that is I don't want I want a cup of foam. And I want new tits. And I want <laughs> I know, Bradley Casey. to go fuck himself. If we're going to do the beginning of this, the first thing I want to say is Bradley from fucking O'Dunnigan's and Fort Lauderdale, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Look at me now. <laughs> well, you make a solid point. Just imagine we do talking head stuff and there is a person that does give you water once an hour just so you don't seem like the guy so from just Dick keep, Tracy mumbles. So you keep on talking. So somebody has to be at the beck and call of the baby killer that is Casey Anthony and give her Gatorade or a little candy if she's been talking for too long and needs a pick-me-up. Apparently, this uh, begins with the the cameraman or the director asks Casey Anthony, why talk to me now when you're not getting creative control? You're paying her money. That's why. That's why she's talking to you now. It's because she's desperate for any form of attention, which is why she killed her own fucking daughter, allegedly. Allegedly. She killed Absolutely. her own fucking daughter. She did it because she wanted to get plowed by more <laughs> men from Central Florida. She wanted more men, time. She they wanted were DJs. more time. Yeah, yes. They right. were DJs. Because you didn't have, and I forget, honestly, they, they do start the party because she didn't go to Pulse. She didn't go to Pulse, which is the horrible tragedy that happened there. It's really sad. She went to this little known Orlando place called Mulch. Oh. Which was this incredible, it's this incredible camp themed rave place where you just go and she's like, I'm sick. I ain't got this 
fecking acorn in my J&T. What the fuck? That is absolutely disgusting. According to director Alexandria Dean, Alexandra Dean, she says that uh, this series is going to, quote, cause the American public to look at this story in a new light. How? Which one? Which new light? Why? Where are we? What's happening? The trial. I mean, I don't know. The trial was covered so extensively. We heard her side of the story. We heard her throw her own family under the bus. We heard that all of this shit was some Machiavellian world of love of chess done by her molester father and all this shit. What is she going to say now? What is she going to say Unless now? she says, I did it, which well, would make it I'm, an incredible documentary. Does she go the OJ route and just say, basically, big what if true, what, what if? if? Who knows? Either way, this is one of the areas we're seeing sort of the Last gasps, ironically enough, when it comes to true crime docuseries, what else can we cover? Why is this needed? I don't I don't want to shit on it also because obviously we talk about true crime all of the course, fucking time. I, and is there a strange fascination? Sure. It's it's but not is about this the case that we need to hear about. I think that's the that's the key here is that it's not about true crime as a whole that people should, quote unquote, not be interested in or. Uh, the, the fact that like, you know, like, of course, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of compelling cases in true right. crime and we want to hear about them. We're all interested in them. But fucking Casey Anthony's been done to death. And I understand that this is a quick eyeball grab that yeah. they need. It's a it's a quick thing to put her up in front of people. She is talking for the first time, but not in court, but still like we all know as an, uh, people that are now know way more about how media is made than ever before the, the audience knows that she's been paid. She's put up. And honestly, this is the type of shit, to, you know, it, it gets shit on us. It hurts people that are trying to do like a cover and, and talk about true crime because right. it's just, then we're getting lumped in with these fucking piranhas that are making right. these stories where it's just like, no, it's like okay, Casey Anthony doesn't deserve a microphone. She had no. one. If she wanted a microphone, they should have like she should have done a web series like everybody else where she talked about mm-hmm. how date how hard it is to date on the party scene of Orlando as a single full go- mother of a ghost <laughs> because hey oh how difficult it is to pretend to be sad about your dead daughter every day like all it's these hard. years it's I so know. difficult well you know for a fact she's muttered some words much like that uh, Durst character did. Uh, in that documentary about him, she's gotten hammered and been like, well, yeah, of course I killed him. I think he killed him. She's done it. But you know Look at me, look at me, truth. bitch. Look, look at me. me. Are look I do, am me. I like a fucking mom? No. Right? You know what I am? I like an appetizer. I know she That's does. Me, Can't get enough bitch. of the breadsticks and the chicken tendies. She looks the good, thing, though. She does. The thing that gets me, the thing that got or at least inspired a lot of our true crime fascination, I think had a positive tilt to it. Like West Memphis three, you know, when we were talking about those cases where it's like, Whoa, that's an abuse of justice. Sure. It's one of those things where hopefully the outcome of this docuseries might help shed like central park five might shed some light. I'm just wondering if this is really the way to go. But according to the director, this is what Dean says. I also think it's interesting. It's a female director. Uh, They, this is what Dean says. She insisted they are getting closer to an unbiased truth by hearing all sides of the story. I don't I hate this garbage. all sides of the story stuff it, it, sometimes. It's not true. It's just not true. We're not hearing a key side of the story. We already heard her side. Of, we already heard her side of the story. We've already heard it. But it's. I guess that's what it is. I actually am way more in the non-apologist, obviously, 
realm of true crime fascination where like, I like blood and guts. I like, I'm fascinated with stories of criminals and serial killers. I'm just saying like, Casey Anthony's done. She needs to just slide into the sunset with her innocence that she somehow got. The rest of us are like, I would just rather see a something on a, a very rarely covered serial killer yeah. or another true crime story. Like we just did the Bath Massacre where it's like the Bath Massacre, while it is both a, a harrowing story, it's yes. also very interesting because it goes down to the very heart of what, why people I think are interested in true crime, which is, you know, but before the grace of God go I, why does that person, why is that person a serial killer and I'm not? I'm just yeah. as awkward as that person. I have fucking, I have my mother's tits to my father's legs. Well, absolutely. And we saw your mother's um, beautiful, what? beautiful eyes this was, weekend at the wedding. Disgusting. And disgusting. she was gorgeous. And your father, I'm going to say this, the Zabrowski dance moves. It's it's not just you and Jackie. Your pops got some steps, my friend. He really he said he was saving it, which is why my mom says it was like I guess that's why he hasn't gotten off the couch in the last several weeks because he kept saying <laughs> I'm saving it, I'm saving it for the wedding, which is exactly no, where I want to be. It's not exactly how it works, <laughs> but nonetheless, according to Dean, the director of this docu series, three parts, which seems too long to me, but anyway, too too long, most likely. They say it's going to be a startling psychological portrait of Casey Anthony, and it's going to be the complete narrative. My question is, will Casey, much like my my issues with the Dahmer, uh, with um, with the Bundy files, will she like it? And I just think she might. And I feel like that's what sucks, because she's just when is she going to be on one of those trivial, you know, the celebrity shows where it's oh, like, in a second. I don't know, guess they my fart or whatever. Everybody is just, I guess that's the problem is like, it's also that too, where it's just another, I hate, I don't want us to just complain for a long time, but it just sucks because no. it's another, like we're just barreling towards the bottom of trying to figure out what is the most controversial thing that everybody can do and get eyeballs because all of these media giants are choking on their own hubris. They're all choking to death. And so they're all just trying to compete with the internet for shock value. And you just can't, you just no, fucking you can't. can't. And like the fact that they were just, they're just desperate for it. And anyway. honestly, like whatever, whatever, you know, you know, at the same time, Peacock really hope you take a look at our pilot. <laughs> and uh, we're really, we really can't wait to get in bed with the, these types well. of criminals. She does say, I'm okay with myself. I sleep pretty good. Yeah, I bet she does. Because she's a so, fucking sociopath. Yes. All right. Also, just lastly, in moms who killed their kids news, Susan Smith. Looking they good. Say the, they say the term glow up. Prison has been, there's a, if you go to People Magazine or go to people.com, Susan Smith in prison for killing two kids is no longer corresponding with her long distance boyfriend. I don't think they need to say long distance because she is incarcerated. And by nature, they can't be that close in distance. It, it is. I think like, even is. she had a goddamn boyfriend. Even she got a fucking partner. And now she broke it off. How pathetic are you as a person? How pathetic are you as a person know. to have Susan Smith, the woman who is incarcerated? Break up with until, you. What did you do wrong? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like again, too. But you can kind of see it because it happens in a lot of breakups, right? Once they start looking good independent of you, right? Uh -huh. They're starting to buy new clothes, get their hair done. She has a full glow up. She really she saw, did. She got hotter in prison and then was like, mm. but actually this other guy, he's, he sends flowers because they, they can't even fuck, right? She's not getting a conjugal visit. 
I have no idea do what they're Do they do up that to. anymore? I think that they do in some places, but not in all. I'm pretty sure that's sort of more limited than it used to be. I know in Chicago, uh, that one psychopath who grew those massive uh, tater tots on his on his chest there, he kind of ruined it for a lot oh, of people. Oh, you're talking about Richard Spector? Yeah, when he got yeah, those incredible tits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, how much he, fun I was having in here. They let me free. He put the work in. Okay. He did. Uh, he but did. here, the United States Federal Bureau of Prisons, it does not allow conjugal visits for prisoners in federal custody. So okay. if you're in state prison, there are four states that allow conjugal visits, and that's California, big ups, Connecticut, Sweet. New York, and Washington, which I think is really interesting. Um, but if they're allowed, oh, this is interesting. You have to meet certain requirements. You have to get a background check. You also have to take an STD test. Oh, very intriguing. Well, that's yes. a great way to get a free STD test. Also, but also they, sure- they, they do a full butthole check to both. I'm sure of that so because you, have you never to, know. Oh, yeah. You never know because honestly, you know how many of these girls work up to holding handcuffs up inside their fucking chooch? Because oh, when it, yeah. a lot of it, you know, like there's some people, I bet you they could fold, they could put up like a file up there. Do files even work anymore? Buddy, the ladies, they got double purses and the males, they only got the one prison That's, purse. That is really The great. ladies, they could shove a whole damn turkey up there. But we anyways, know women. We do know women. Susan Smith said, in a letter to this boyfriend that they're going to have amazing chemistry in person. Can't wait to build a life with you. Leave the past mistakes behind and start fresh. Just you and me. But then a family member said, yeah, it fizzled out. It fizzled out. So isn't that. so? (laughs) Relationships take maintenance. Honestly, it shows you never know how healthy your relationship is. Check in today. Yes, indeed. And of course, this is going to be a lead into our political story of the day. Uh, Smith originally said that a black man carjacked her and took the two children, of course, uh, when indeed always go racist. But speaking of no one, also straight up, no one wants to take your kids. No one wants your fucking kids. No one wants your kids. We hear stories all the time of people who steal cars and then come back and be like, your kid is in the back of the car. You horrible mother. It is unless they are trying to take a child. Right. That's different. But if they are just carjacking you, I've seen it in multiple. We've seen this in multiple stories. Again, it really does. Like they just they throw the kid out. They don't want to deal with it because that's kidnapping. It's kidnapping, literally. And it's also like the start of a horrible, horrible comedy. No one wants to be Dutch. Nobody wants to be that film. No one wants to have a child wind up on their doorstep. It's not fun in real life. It's not. A lot of times you're stealing a car because you're in a bit of a desperate spot. And then Absolutely. if you look at, you have little Richie Rich, you have like Henry Zabrowski Jr. back there who's like, I'm hungry. We go McDonald's. Mm-hmm. It we ain't go Big McDonald's. Daddy. It ain't Big Daddy at all. Live from your grave. Hey there, podcast listener. Have you ever been listening to Wizard and the Bruiser and thought to yourself, I wish I could see just how fat Jake and Holden are in real life. Don't lie. We know all about your weird inside thoughts, listeners. Well, now you can make that dream a reality because Wizbrew and Page 7 are going on tour. Austin, Dallas, Milwaukee, Chicago, Minneapolis, D.C., Philly, Brooklyn, San Francisco, L.A. Nowhere is safe from an all-new show we're calling Release the Butthole Cut. Ew. 
Come join your fellow LPN fans for a night of pop culture chaos that's fun for the whole family, assuming your family consists of equally broken weirdos in their 30s. It's going to be a blast. Tickets are on sale right now at lastpodcastnetwork.com. Go, go now. There's VIP meet and greet passes available as well in case you want to get, you know, a little extra close, uh, especially personal. I legally have to clarify that there is no sexual element involved. I mean, unless, you know. Okay, cheese chick. All right, stop winking. All right, buddy. It's page seven in Wizard and the Bruiser live. Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com for dates and tickets. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest and... I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine. And it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. 
some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. But anyway, as we mentioned, politics. There's a dude. He's a former representative in a Michigan. He's a former Michigan Republican House candidate, rather. Oh, wow. Now, Jordan Haskins. That's interesting and, because uh, it's like, so he never, he was just a former political candidate. Just a candidate. And his, no, can uh, I start listing you as that? Yeah, you can. When you, when you, so from now on, actually, I feel like that's your credit. You can. Yeah, Former it's, political it's, candidate. I, uh, have you ever watched television news? It's always like, this guy ran and lost 10 times to be secretary of the toilet. And they're just on there. <laughs> so <laughs> but, who knows? But it's, it's kind of funny because anybody can run for anything. Well, you have to get on the ballot. But you can't anybody. Hail yourself America. But can't get anybody more, get on the ballot? Like you can get well, on the difficult. ballot. No, you can't. You have to follow a whole series of rules, get a political party to uh, to uh, endorse you and stuff. Oh, that's why you're relying There's, all that that time. You're relying mm-hmm. with your your attitude, and you you had the you were well shaved, and you had the blazer and stuff. All that was just an act. It was just a long and get like just, just you know just trying to 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 like like somehow bring everybody about to your political wills. Much like David Bowie, I go through many phases. Mm. Um, Jordan Haskins went through a phase where he apparently was a Christian man, and his political mm. ad has a bunch of crosses in it. And he says, no way. he's Saginaw's boy legislator. But Ugh. it turns out Ugh. that <laughs> it's not politics that gets him in the news. It's his fetish for cranking. No, I had never heard about this, but I'm no. sure, Henry, you can inform me more on what cranking is. Why? Why would I know? Because I just feel like you know you drive angry like Nicolas Cage. No, I drive smoothly. I drive smoothly, but quickly. Smooth and quick. Quick. This is a, this guy is, um, now I guess apparently, I I mean, again, why are we so bored? There's so much stuff. (laughs) There's so much stuff to be engaged with. I'm not even worried to like, it's not even about like it being weird. It's more just like a colossal. I, I again, if you're a cranker, side stories lpotl at gmail.com. What is the exact thrill? Is it like the process? So what you do is that in order to quote unquote crank, besides just touch your <laughs> your dick and balls, right? Is that you go into a car, you remove its spark plug wires, uh-huh. right, and then you sit inside of the car. And uh-huh. I guess you 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 hit the engine. You go, <laughs> and then the the rough apparently the rough driving of it is what allows you to get horny. Now this is the but this is what it but sounds you're like. You're parked the whole time. Correct? You're parked. You're parked, okay. and you run the engine, and then it starts vibrating, and I guess it shakes your butthole. I'm not certain, but I don't if you want to hear, here are just some of the erotic sounds of cranking. All right. I'm coming. 
Well, that is indeed some steamy stuff. So this dude, Jordan Haskins, this is not the first time he's done this. As a matter of fact, he's on parole for being busted for doing Wait a second. this car-based fetish. Actually, I didn't even fucking know that. He was on parole. He's already doing- done it. So it's like I, side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Number one, if it, you do whatever you want with your car. Sure. I don't care. I don't and care. It's your car. I don't care. Um, it's just, I have never heard of it and I can't, I'm 41 years fun. I thought I heard of all the fetishes. I had just never heard of cranking. I didn't know that people could get off like this. Well, this but is my I guess question. Where there's a will, there's a way. Is it because I feel like maybe hmm, I know. Obviously, it's the vibration on the butt, right? That's the idea. I, it's the vibration. It? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know whether or not. Again, if you know anything about this, do you jerk off while your butt is butt is vibrating? Right? Is that a part of it? Like, is it that, or is it just the the raw, like, is it a is a part of cranking breaking into someone's car? Like, is that a part of it too? Is mm, that, is that, that the reason a why? Is that because to me that is the most of the the most of it that I would consider like deviant or like a kink, where yeah. it's the transgression of breaking into someone's car, which I don't right. know if that is if that's what it is, but it doesn't seem like it. It seems like a lot of people just do it in the cars that they have. Well, and again, do whatever you want with your own car as long as you're let let the family know that that's dad's car. Because I feel like this might be uniquely Wait, male. And not this only dude, did he just fucking, they booked him so bad. He not only broke into the car, he smashed the windows with his hands. Yes, this and, guy went full Bill Goldberg with it. And it was at a GMC dealership in Saginaw. So if you're the dealer, if you're the dealership he owner. A, he went to a dealership? That's the thing. That's the major problem here. So then this is also how they caught him. So he's punching out this window. Turns out that'll make you full of blood. So he left blood on the door handles uh, of two Jesus Cadillacs. Christ. And that blood eventually led, eventually was used to link Haskins to the crime. Well, but look at this. I Apparently, this is crazy. Know. So he was already, he was sentenced to mental health and sex offender treatment, right? With five years probation. I think I say it, led, it was eight felonies because it was like he had two separate cases to what they're calling auto abuse, which I also is a very well, strange. Is that weird? I don't, auto auto abuse. I don't give a fuck about the car. Do whatever you want with a car. I don't know. But it is was this 2016. A, I'm actually a little bit against the what, what did they say? It was yeah, sexual this abuse of a car. Yeah, this isn't what's this putz yet. Yeah, this isn't the movie cars. You know no, what I mean? Where you not. can fuck all these things. I don't, cars, know, I don't X, really know. I, no, this man doesn't need to be incarcerated per se. I I think he needs to be made fun of everywhere he goes. Like, hey, Jordan, this turn you on? Yeah, of course. I mean, and he'll be like, yes. Hey, Jordan, you fucking eat cars lately, dude? Yes. <laughs> and, again, and then they're like, all right, well, I thought I was making fun of you, but it appears I am just engaging you sexually. I mean, uh, I do not. I don't appreciate how horny you are with me being mad at you. Uh, but this is, like, guess what? I think, honestly, uh, we are invariably going to get emails of people being like, cranking is a safe and special engagement with I, your Chevy. And I know that that's cool. I'm not <laughs> mad at that. No. But I know that look, like, I feel like a lot of this has to deal with him breaking into cars. And that's the real, that's what it is. It's breaking. So because I, I think there's, they're, because I, you know, because it's weird because he took two pickup trucks and a. this is fun. This is kind of fun. He stole a dump truck and then he stole a dump truck and then he, he drove it around and then he said he did joy rides with it. So that kind of makes sense. It kind of sounds like he took the car on a date. It really does. It's like Bonnie and Clyde. But if you don't need Bonnie, 
Yeah, where Bonnie's like, the fucking the horse. Bonnie's the like yeah. exactly <laughs> like that movie where it's like Rosebud's the sled. What? <laughs> so apparently, this dude. Uh, he has been arraigned on a single count of breaking and entering a building with intent. That's a 10-year felony and prowling or loitering, and I which think is he's a, a misdemeanor. It seems to be that he's running unopposed in Michigan right now. So good luck to him on that race. And I, uh, I hope that they do well. That's in the 95th district. I hope you guys enjoy yourself. So yeah, enjoy he that. Also you know? kind of fled the police and eluded the police. There's a mm. lot of stuff that goes into it that I think the cranking oh, yeah. is the it, 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 headline. But I sure. think they're just arresting him for all the breaking and entering and the, exactly. the fleeing cops again, and stuff. So again, if he owned the car, they he could sit. I get well. I guess people can't see it, but still, if he put one of the you know the sun blockers on the front and he just had that that crank thing going on and he was coming in his fucking his representative pants and again, all of this is legit. You could do whatever you want with your own butthole. And I feel like that's maybe what he could then, if he does want to flip this into some sort of political. Like, Absolutely. Later on, be like, hey, let's make cranking legal for the entire family. Right? Everybody yeah. come out. Your your daughters can crank. Your grandfather can crank. And these new because the idea is it's like if everybody then decides within a period of time, which we talk about in the, the live show, if you just have people within a sort of like general area of you have to put blinders on, you can crank all day. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Um, the comment section on this one is interesting because mm. like all comment sections, it does end up being a fight between the crankers and the crank knots. Oh, of course. And, uh, you know, I think that's really important to remember here that there's it takes all kinds, I guess. Um, I just didn't. Man, you know, it's tough when you're when you pick up your buddy. And you know he wants to fuck your car, and then you're like, "Oh, are well, you you're never are getting you even a, listening to me. You're literally never getting a ride ever again." No, you can't because yes. it's like literally having him inside of your wife. I, it's a, you, no, I, you, yeah, no. exactly. No, I love my car. I would feel weird. Actually, it's because it's kind of strange because I don't have sexual feelings towards my car, but I definitely have sort of like I'd say parental feeling. So, what emotions towards it? I have emotions it's, towards it's my prote car. It protects. It's safe. Yeah, I love my good. car. It goes vroom, vroom. Sure. Um, I drive all around. It's my way to make people scared of me that would normally not see, would not be scared of me if they saw me on the street, right? But it's like, I, at the same time, yeah, if you showed up and you're all horny in there, I just kind of feel like, like, I shouldn't be here for this. Uh-huh. All right. Well, there you go. Um, well, this is a here, mildly, just lastly, a car adjacent Oh, wait, here, story. I got I do have a good little comment that I'll read here that seems interesting. Oh, sure, sure. I had never heard of cranking before. The oddest thing I've personally witnessed people getting off to was when a guy I went to high school with over 42 years ago. This is an wow. HVAC school. All right, he was about 40 then. He bit himself on his hands and his forearms in class with a lot of blood. It sounded like someone biting an apple when he popped through the scar tissue he had in both Ugh. of his hands. Huh. I just kind of sat there watching him lick the blood up. This isn't school. I just huh. didn't react at first, but the guy sitting next to me, who was kind of like a non-celebrity Joe Pesci, complete with a New York City accent, he went totally ballistic and started screaming at the top of his lungs, what the fuck? He's biting his fucking hands and getting off on it <laughs> over and over again. Mr. Biter, our nickname for him, he denied it. But the silver dollar on his pants proved he did exactly that. <laughs> oh, oh, mama. Wow, well, really see, great. There you go. Now you get the nickname Mr. Biter. You got cum on your pants. And now you got to go through the rest of the school day. They're all voters. You, <laughs> they are. Well, there was, uh, well, just lastly, only in a, it's kind of a car story. 
Uh, there was an aspiring Nashville singer who shot a homeless man after he asked her to move her car. Uh, she has avoided jail. Her name is Katie Quackenbush. And uh, so that's very sad. It is sad. Yeah, no you, you just dropped in. This is just a sad story. But it involves a, a sad story. It just good. involves a car. Oh, wow, wow, good. No, no, you just. And like, I thought the name Katie Quackenbush was funny. but That she, was she's funny, but she's dead. And we're she's not, not dead. She but shot and she shot and killed a homeless man. Oh, she shot and killed the homeless man. Yes, indeed. Katie. Well, maybe I think more people should have been quacking in her bush. Maybe she would have been in a better mood. Uh, now, who knows this, about that? Talking about quacking in a bush, there is a woman that was arrested for robbing men after they licked and sucked her drug-laced nipples. Oh, my. No. Now, this was, this was in Kampala, Uganda. Uh, this oh. is really fun. All right, this is a woman. She was said it was uh, there's bars and lounges in Kawempe, right? Now, this is down there. And the, the suspect is Lydia Nakaizi Asimwe. Perfect. Um, alias Hope. Kalungi. Now, she was picked up after police reviewed. The, the, it was CCTV footage because um, <clears throat> these guys were getting sick. People were coming out of there and getting sick. Now, apparently right. what she would do is she would cover her tits in sedatives, like some kind of sedative thing, right? And then like basically get dudes being like, you want one go-go? You want yeah. one go-go with the you titties, want, right? Yeah. And then at the bar, right, how often? Because you ever have you ever been just straight up offered a titty sock? think so even now you've never it, once just been offered like somebody's just been ever been offered like, a random titty suck you want to suck no. my titties you want to suck my titties things no. have changed think i mean it's a different time yeah. period it's a pure tentacle yeah. time period but it's like you go out there like i'm certain if you back in the day you caught me you know 10 years ago right you show me one of the, some woman going you want suck suck you want suck suck you want go go right i fucking sure la, 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 la. give it a lick yeah, yeah why not yeah sure. you have a lick on there honestly because right. again Fucking, this is this is yeah after AIDS, but before fentanyl. So you're just sure. like, I'm not even sucking them titties, right? It's a good then, period there. Yeah. Next thing you know, you get sick, right? You lay in there and be like, oh, someone's on them titties. I knew those titties were sour, right? right? And and all of a sudden you're sleepy, and then at least she's just robbing you. Yeah, I guess she could kill you. So basically, yeah, she puts the she puts the drugs on the nipples. The guys lick the nipples. And then she takes all the money when the dudes fall asleep. Now, I'm going to oh, yeah. say this. If it wasn't for nefarious reasons, this is the best. She's like the best nighttime nurse of all time. Like if I ever if I'm ever in hospice, please, God, get me the nurse oh, that has the drugs on her nipples. You, I'm like, oh, no, you pay for that teeth or anything. We got to pay for that. And honestly, oh, well, that would be really nice. It. I would I'll love that. That it. is the really very that's the important world of when sex work and healthcare come together but, um, now, but interestingly enough it's almost a because most of the time these drugs are used by men to do horrible say, things take, to women. women taking the power back taking the power back um, that's and what it's kind of, going but for. this is also a different uh this is a different country right so their police sometimes have they, they have a funny attitude the female superintendent of the police who was recording uh that she was like she was laughing at the victim right he was saying i fell asleep i sucked the woman's nanas i fell right. asleep i was robbed and she said so you have also fallen victim to her spiking breasts. I knew you would tell me funny stories, yet I know the woman you are talking about. You are not the first to be robbed by this woman. But what's unique about her breasts? Why are you men falling into her tricks? <laughs> what? <laughs> <I> <laughs> do. The, the victim blame mentality where it's like, you fucking fell for the old the old titty. drug nipple dude? The old sleepy titty? You're a moron. The like, sleepy titty? But also, if you look, if you've seen the picture of this woman, uh, well, it's uh, blurred out there. Well, her uh, face uh, is blurred out, but the tits aren't. And like, I mean, obviously they're hidden, but it is interesting because like not to be anything, they seem kind of regular. Yes. And she is and wearing a, a, men are dogs. Men are she, dogs. She is wearing a shirt, ironically, that says team no sleep. 
club. That's Team how no you know. Sleep club. But of course, uh, she does put people who sleep on her team. So anyway, but she still there you carried go. the dude. Apparently, like, because also she, it's not just like you suck on her tits and you get kind of get kind of sleepy. But then she'll also drug your drink, right? But apparently, she fucking carried the dude back to her home, like a fucking sack of potatoes. And no one My said goodness. it's that's kind of incredible. Like all the bouncers just being like, "Yeah, she bagged one." Yeah, she didn't yeah. go to throw that one back. And then like me like season. he's asleep. No one no one said anything about her holding a full grown asleep man <laughs> in her arms, just leaving yeah. the club being like, he's mine, girls. It does seem like everyone sort of knows what she does. And they're just like, if you fall for it, it's on you. Kind of I mean, honestly, yeah, stop sucking on tits. Or I think the big thing is suck tits responsibly, suck tits at home before you go out first. Because I think mm. that what'll help you is you get a little We'll suck back and forth. Then sure. what you can do is by the time you're out, you've sucked a titty already. You are not as crazy desperate, even if it's uh-huh. just your own, right? You're just sure. like, you got to get a couple Pop of your own your, hangers up in yeah. your own fucking mouth. If you could suck Absolutely. them off for a little while, just to kind of be like, all right, cool. I've, uh, uh, I've just methadone myself out of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe eat an orange or a donut, something that <laughs> is sort of circular like a breast <laughs> might be. Right from your grave. Hi, I'm Jackie Zabrowski. And I'm MJ. And I'm Holden from the Page 7 Podcast, and we're going on tour! That's right, we're touring all up in this mother-freaking country. I'm fake cursing someone ever, Jackie. Just say the filthy F-word already. And we will say the filthy F-word when we come to your town. That's right, we're coming to Texas, the Midwest, the Northeast, and then right back here in Cali, baby. For ticket links and more details, visit lastpodcastnetwork.com. That's right, lastpodcastnetwork.com. Page 7 and Wizard and the Bruiser present Release the Butthole Cut. Wait, that's really what we're calling the tour? Absolutely. Release the Butthole Cut. For more information, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly, you know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right. I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right. My job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there 
And oh man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list. With Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish. Wow! I just gotta learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm gonna be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, speaking of... uh. Speaking of food, Henry, I'm interested to hear uh, your take on this. Razor blades, apparently they were found hidden in candy. Now, again, oh, whatever. I don't think anyone ate it because you can't. It's it's tough to do. But this was in Eugene, Oregon, a place that has all the legal drugs in the world. Apparently, the razors appeared to be similar to a pencil sharpener blade, and they were found in kids' candy. It is. Stuff. They're just covering it again. I don't know if it's the cardigan. But you're heading into scared ant territory with the, <laughs> with this, the dangerous candy. I'm de- it's, it's a story. Line, it's a crime it's, story. Well, I also, there. I how do I put this? It's like what we're seeing with the the shithead that will not be named who bought Twitter, right? Obviously, who cares? I don't really give a fucking shit. Whatever. But they become what they want to be. I think that things like the quote unquote Illuminati were not real. 
but then you have these guys that are a little bit too self-aware, right? Like this new batch of too self-aware criminal, like, like overlords of the world that want to, they think it's cool to create the Illuminati. And then, then that's mm. what they're doing. Then they're like, they're just kind of doing it to, out of like, look, I am the Illuminati because they just, they're just try hard bitches and they just need to do sure. it again and again. But I feel like this is another one of those examples. And this was probably done by some form of right wing person to show you that all of these stories <laughs> are, are quote unquote real even I'm though they not, have never been real ever before. You know what I mean? Like I'm not sure how many right wingers are there in uh in drug drug laced Eugene, Oregon. I'm just I don't saying think it's particularly but I, known I'm saying it's that. them doing it so that they make the stories real so that they can then make fun of people for then believing in the stories after you know, like it's all about creating it's a smokescreen that's flooding the zone with bullshit. Flooding in the zone. According to David Lord, he's a parent of uh, and he took his kids trick or treating in the affected area. But then he didn't. Uh, he says, I'm not going to let my kids eat uh, any of that. So instead, he went and bought his kids brand new candy from the hey. store. And this is what he said. He says, this I is feel being dis- done by the candy companies. It could be. He says, I feel disturbed. I wish we were in a different place. So he wishes he was in an entirely different place because you can't even go trick or treating without it's, finding. I don't even know where you find a pencil it's sharpener. Real. It's just not real. It's just this is a this is a this is like a a a blown up story, but I understand you're scared of candy, and I think that's good because it could help your diabetes later on in your life. I don't know if that's true. There's a phone number. The Eugene police have a phone number here. If you have further reports or tips, they're, they're going to get flooded with people being like, "I ate candy because the nuts in it are too hard." Where did a bunch of I bought a Snickers the other day, and there were a bunch of tiny salty rocks in it. You know what? Some person. This is according to uh, Deborah May. Uh, she says, if there's someone out there who's watching this, who is guilty of this, I have one thing to say to them. You just might burn in hell. Good. Wow. So yeah, there you go. Really perfect. I bet so, she did it. <laughs> I bet she was the one who did it. Um, I do no. want to do. I, I, it was like the bird watcher said. I'm sure she blames it on a person of a different ethnicity than her. Um, anyway. I, uh, I do have a bit of an update here. Um, okay. The piss on piss debate is in. Um, we got the results in. Um, we had over 150 emails about Ben Kissel's um, him sa- you saying to flush first, right? You don't piss mm-hmm. on piss. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, is that the most people that said flush first, right, were ladies because unlike you, I mean, like what you're true, burying like, the lead, but you're you, burying the fucking results. But okay, but I'm just saying it's about framing. Mm-hmm. It seems like then that's fine. Females framing, are a constituency of framing, mine. Right? Yes. But the, because they said that when they sit to pee, a lot of times if you got old pee in there, if you pee on top of pee, pee could then splash up into splash your effect. up into your nanus, right? Up to your, 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 little, little, your little peepholes, right? Sure. And yeah. that you can then get I, I don't I think it's called reverse piss syndrome. Ben Kissel is in the majority, is what he's it, trying to say. I am that just I saying, won this, and I just finally a campaign victory speech. I want to thank everyone I, who looks at urine and says, "I am sorry, I'm too good to pee on that." Because I piss I on am piss. Special. Be uh, be be. I piss on piss, but so, I do not piss on shit. Flush first. Thirty-seven people said they would flush first. Piss on piss. Only twenty-three. I don't think people. the margin of that is that fucking separate. It's huge. But it's there like is a couple 14. of people. 
There's a couple of people saying that this subject is tearing their relationship apart. <laughs> Because someone pisses on piss and the other one doesn't. And this is my thing. And I'm just going to float this to you. If your relationship hinges on whether or not you piss on piss or not or flush piss first, you might want to see a counselor. You just might want to get somebody to get a third party in there. Preferably someone who has no, who's not covered in piss, who doesn't Mm. have to pee. Well, Susan Smith is available. Uh, (laughs) Recently going through a breakup. So, you know, she'll be emotionally... She'll be emotionally available. All right. Well, is it time for Hero of the Week? I think it is. All right, everyone. It's time for Hero of the Week. This week's Hero of the Week, it's a man, and he was a good man. Yeah? A homeless man in Chicago changed my flat tire. He really saved me. So this is a dude. It's an act of kindness that you can't make up. It was on the Make Me Smile subreddit. It got 86,000 thumbs up. A gal was stranded in Chicago with a flat tire wearing a skirt and heels when a homeless man came to her rescue and changed her tire. She says, I only had $60 on me, but I'm very grateful and gave it to him for saving me. He really saved me. I'm no mechanic. She says those lug nuts were on so tight. I really don't think I could have done it. He really struggled with them himself. So he's a goddamn hero. And he helped this woman. She says he was really sweet, called me a lady, and even opened my car door for me. He was a, he was very much a gentleman. Let me put this out there. Side stories, L-P-O-T-L, gmail.com. You're stuck somewhere, right? You're in a dangerous, like you, your car is stuck somewhere. You're Could in be. a dangerous area, um, dangerous highway, maybe small. New, a, a homeless man comes up to you. He saves the day. Do you allow him to masturbate at you one time? I don't think he wanted to, Henry. That's not this. He's not that kind. Of I homeless. am just saying, like, if do you allow this is more of a general question, because this guy, I would love to see the ending of the story where it turns out that he gets like busted on a warrant for like seven murders. And it's like one of those where you're like, but well, he was like today, that one time. today. He's still a hero. According to Dudruff, they commented. They had a blown out tire in a not so nice area in Oakland and homeless people were thrilled to help them out. That's very uh, they nice. Say, this memory makes me smile. So there you go. There's good people all around. There Judge really is not. Lest ye be judged you could, yourself. Because you never know. A fucking tire, man. Changing a tire is fucking hard. It can be. I learned how to do it. I can do it. But it can, mm-hmm. it can be. But it really comes down to you never know when there's an angel in disguise. You never know because right. we got that one dude surrounded by crosses who was running for the local Republican house. State. People's house. Yeah, of course. Sure. <laughs> and then you got this guy. Guess where the angels are? Anywhere there's a crucifix. There we go. Let's <laughs> oh, see. Well, they are not there. I don't know about that. I've been to some Hollywood parties, and I'm going to say this, Henry. You're one of the good ones. Thank you. No problem. Because I like MILFs. <laughs> Here we go. I am physically unable to be one of the Hollywood elite. Yes. Also, I realized you would be safe from that gal who had all the drugs on her nipples because you can't suckle. Oh, no, I can suckle. I just can't. Get, I can't produce. You, you know can't what I mean? Latch. I can't. Yeah. I can't latch. I can't make a hickey. Oh, you know, it's like that's the one thing. I also just like I never want to hurt anybody. Like I can't suck hard enough to hurt you. And I've never really been into the thing where you suck hard enough to make a hickey on there. I don't latch on like a little remora. What I like to do, I like little nibbles and kisses. Oh, Kissel, look at me. I love little nibbles and kisses, and I love to just, mm, and just like little cobs of corn. I want to treat, I want to treat a woman like she's a pile of cobs of corn, and I just, Mm. oh yeah, 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 little tender little nibbles. 
Yes. All right. Well, that's absolutely fantastic. I think we have some emails. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Here's some listener emails. Um, <laughs> we did ask the question last week, and this is we did get a rousing response of unfortunately, yes, which is if you do like attempt to murder your spouse uh-huh. at the end of the process, you still have to go through a formal divorce. Oh my god. To get god. out of it. Like you could does on. not matter. It doesn't nullify your divorce. It doesn't it nullify your marriage. The process at all? None of it. I, like it is really, really interesting. Um it is because it's a contract, it's a legal contract. So you have to do it. So uh you still have to go through the nightmare of a divorce process. In fact, from oh my, my own god. personal hellish experience with an emotionally and psychologically abusive spouse, he's actually succeeded in stalling the divorce process through his stalking antics and incredible capacity to steal, stall, and delay. The what? fun never ends. It's just what they do. So just be careful Whoa. who you get married to and you just disappear. The key, the key is to just disappear. I guess so. My God, that's that's horrific. Here we go. I was listening to the Incident at Devil's Den episode, and I feel like Terry Lovelace and my friend Mark have a lot in common. Mark passed away last year from a long struggle with chronic illness. He was born in 1963, and like Terry, Mark lived in Missouri. His family was in the military and served in Korea. He lived in a small town not far from the Ozark National Forest, on a large farm with his strict German grandparents. His mother had left early in his childhood to be a quote-unquote cocktail waitress in Vegas, so he didn't see either of his parents much and was free to roam the land near the farm. He should have went with her to Vegas. It sounds like Yeah, please. When he was very young, he couldn't remember how old exactly, but he had what he called a visiting, where he was led from his bed by two small, two-foot-tall silver creatures that he called energy brands. He played with them in the yard and showed them his cows. When they had to leave, he felt very sad. The whole time, they never spoke to Mark, but Mark said he knew that they would be back. And of course, when Mark told his strict German grandma that he'd been out of bed playing with his friends all night, she beat the crap out of him with a cane, and he never mentioned the energy friends to anyone again until he was an adult. They visited him a handful of other times, and only once did he go anywhere with them. They took him into the trees along the edge of this property where they said he blacked out immediately. When he woke up, He was in his bed and his fingertips were burned as if he had put them on a hot stove. The visitings eventually stopped and Mark chalked the whole thing up to an overly active imagination, although he always felt his memories were too real to merely be dreams. Now, I'm not sure if this has anything to do with anything, but one time his wife told me that when they saw fire in the sky in theaters in 1993, during the abduction scene, Mark suddenly stood up and ran out of the theater. She wow. followed him to found him. She found him throwing up in the trash can in the hall and hyperventilating. They had to leave, and Mark took hours to calm down. So maybe there's something to that. Power of cinema. Yes. All right. Interesting. Also, fire in the sky. We didn't cover the story, but there was a dude whose house was hit by a meteorite. Oh yeah, dude, that's so, crazy. And again, he'll never get a payout. Ever. No. So that's another thing to be scared of. Yeah. I work as a safety officer at a small regional airport. My shifts are 24 hours long, and I work out of the firehouse, complete with a glass-windowed 360-degree view dispatching office on the top floor and a bunk room to sleep, right? In the morning, before any commercial aircraft take off, I roll out of bed, go drive to the airfield, checking lights and watching for any wildlife. Sometimes we get coyotes and large birds that are particularly dangerous to be allowed to remain on the field. Hmm. So last winter, as I was driving the airfield one morning, I noticed a large snowy owl on one of the perimeter fences. This wasn't particularly unusual as my older 
co-workers had shown me a video of another snowy owl being trapped and relocated from the airfield in the past. Okay. I made a mental note of the wildlife and finished my airfield inspection. My next task was usually to go up to the office and relieve the officer who's been monitoring the phones and radio frequencies overnight. I head up to the fishbowl, as we call it, and take his place. He heads down to get dressed and begins his duties while I begin to type up my report. I then notice some movement off to my left and turn to see the snowy owl sitting on the roof of the building, only a few feet from the window I was looking out of incredulously. It was staring right at me and cocked its head to the side as it returned my gaze. The next thing I remember was the phone ringing, and as I came to, I slowly realized that over an hour had gone by since I had relieved my coworker. Mm. I got up groggily from my chair, noticed I was shivering, and realized I had a massive headache. The sun had come up since I had been out cold. I recollected myself, answered the phone, finished my report, tried to get through the rest of the morning. Now, this is one th- the most unusual thing, because 24-hour shifts are hard on your sleep schedule, so I just kind of written it off until my boss called the office. He jokingly asked me if it was too warm in the building. When I asked why, he explained that he had seen our roof hatch lid open when he arrived to work this morning. The color drained from my face as I said whatever I could to get him to hang up. I then went up to the hatch and pulled down the ladder to the roof and confirmed my own eyes that the ceiling lid to the roof hatch was wide open. Mm. We sometimes open it on hot days in the summer, but it was the middle of winter and nobody to my knowledge had opened it for months. Otherwise, it would have been extremely cold when I first relieved my coworker. I never saw the owl again, which my coworkers considered weird since the airfield is the perfect hunting ground for them. My intuition begs to differ, as I think I had already hunted and subdued the prey it was after. Wow. I think it's cool. I love that. There you go. You know, I love that fucking owl. Scary owl. Absolutely. All right. Well, speaking of three letters. Yeah, that's why you got to make sure. Right, you you love your ability to go out there and make a difference at the voting booth today. So you get out there today, sure. right? But yeah, it's obviously this is not election day anymore. It's past right. election day. At least they make go, a difference at a voting booth. It sounds like you have some horrible, horrible nefarious make a plan. Difference <laughs> at the voting booth because today is November 9th, my mother's birthday. It's November eighth, right? With today, I mean, oh, th- today. when this comes yes. out. Okay, now this comes we're out. breaking the goddamn uh, This wall. is just how it is. But so okay. that's why I want you to go to where these polls supposedly were and be like, Healthy. I want to vote again. <laughs> and you go, especially if you're a moneyed person, I want you to throw money at whoever is there and say, let me vote again, right? And uh, yeah, they'll laugh at you at first. They'll laugh. Right. They always do. They always laugh at the pioneers. Right, look at me. How many people <laughs> laughed at me, laughed uh-huh. in my face about things that I knew, things that I knew to be you real. Knew what, I, you knew what right? you saw. And that's why you got to live being a reverse patriot and trying to use money to bring everything down around you because eventually you will win. Fantastic. What a horrible message. All right, everyone. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> Hang in there. We'll get through whatever the fuck this shit is together. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. Life goes on, whether we like it or not. Magoo's delations. We'll talk hey to you me, soon. Hey me, yes. hey baby. Don't look any random bar nipples. Can't trust Hey, man, fuck it. Or just take a nap, dude. Yep. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big. 